0: I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be distributed, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about.
1: Everything we do is based on the
0: word of God. You don't manipulate
1: it to our own and that's... Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. You guys look so beautiful. White wire, as in. Uh uh. Can you cut soap for us? <laughs> I'm making the soap, new levels. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God is faithful. Hallelujah. Whoosh. Just tell, him thank you. Just tell God thank you this morning. Tell him thank you. Do it well, okay? Do it well. Thank him well, okay? Thank you for his faithfulness, for his goodness. You know, because we can, we can plan and dare because God backs us, alright? We dare to make big moves because the Lord backs us up. Glory to Jesus. He backs us, okay? So we dare things because we have his backing. Hallelujah. So once we have his peace, we just dare stuff. Just thank him because he backs us up. Thank him. Give him praise this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because you are faithful and kind. Because you get stuff done. Because you provide, you enable, you strengthen. Oh, glory to Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. Oh, thank you for the strength to dare. The strength to dream. The strength to pursue. Thank you for the health. The provision because Jireh, you are what you are enough. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. What a joy to be called your own. What the joy to be called a child of God. Hallelujah. Oh, because I'm a child of God, there's no fear here, there's no weakness here, there's no doubt here. So I stand strong in all seasons. Hallelujah. I stand strong in all times. Come watch me. I stand strong and assured. Because I am a child of God in all seasons. In those circumstances, right? I stand strong because I'm helped by God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Awesome stuff. You see workers, this week you did mighty stuff. Well done. I think you see that's the best team in the world though. Leave that thing. We have the best team in the world. This team gets stuff done. Once we do something, we will do it. I'm not saying it will happen. We will do it well. <laughs> Glory to Jesus, right? So, this morning, okay, I'm sort of a, a little bit of a niche freak. This paper is, this paper is stopping my attention. Okay. Thank you. That I feel better. All right. Thank you. All right. So, we continue this morning our conversation with Supernatural, all right? Talking about healing, all right? We will lay the ground up today to show that healing is God's will, All right, healing is what? God's will. They will now go to the practical side of our minister and receive healing, okay? We will show healing and health as God's will from the beginning of time all through, you know, the ages and, and finally, okay, at the rapture, at the end. All right? Right from the beginning, healing and good health has always been God's will. All right? It has always been His will that you be healthy. and live free from plagues and sicknesses. Okay? First in the beginning, there was no sickness. Who knows that? At the garden, all was perfect. Amen? No sickness, no pain, no worries, right? Okay? But sin came, okay? And with it came sickness, okay? With the fall of man and his resultant cause. okay? Sickness and all that came into the world. Genesis 2. Genesis 2, 16 to 17. Genesis 2, 16 to 17. Are we together? Alright. Genesis 2, 16 to 17. Okay, waiting for the screen. Amen. Alright. And Lord God said, okay, Lord commanded the man, together, let's go together. You are free to eat from any tree in the garden. Okay? Verse 17. But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, <laughs> you will certainly die. Amen. It didn't say you probably die. Or you may be, you will certainly die. That the day you eat from this tree, you will certainly die. Alright, Genesis 3, from verse 6. Genesis 3, 6 to 11, then 16 to 19. 6 to 11 first, then 16 to 19. All right, let's go together. Once we go, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasant to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. <laughs> she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Women are same to, to this day, okay? When they eat something, they give their husbands, okay? Amen, to this day. Okay, amen, let's continue. Verse seven. <laughs> when some of them serve you, the first taste from it first It's from their mother Eve. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> Verse seven. We can I just face forward, okay? Just, just, face forward. Just look at me. It's all good? Amen. <laughs> Verse seven. Amen. Then the eyes of both of them were opened. Look at this, and you realized that they were naked. So they stood fig tree, fig leaves together, and made covering for themselves. Alright? Verse 8. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they eat from the Lord. From the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Look at that. Verse 9. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? <laughs> Verse 10. You know that God, was, God, was, God knew, knew where he was, right? That actually was not Ada, Adamo, Moeikakirio, no, you know, it wasn't that he was looking for him. Okay. <laughs> He answered, I heard you in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. 11. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Look at this. Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded not to eat from? 16. Let's go to 16 now. 16. To so the woman, said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to your children. It that be for your husband and the rule of value. 17. So Adam is said, let's go together. Because you listen to your wife and eat fruit from the tree. Yeah. Cost is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat from it all the days of your life. Verse 18. You produce stones and thistles for you and you will eat the plants, plants of the field. 19. Sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground. Since from it you are taken, for dust you are, and for dust you will return. All right, you know God is a lawgiver. Before then, before then, before then, now when when Christ when God told him, said to them Genesis 17, that when you eat this fruit you surely die. Now it did not mean they will physically just die immediately. All right, but there's something will die in them. They are a real spiritual nature, that that nature that was you know with God that had no shame, no pain, no guilt, okay? That nature that, that, nature that, that longed to fellowship with God, you know, that, that could stand before God unashamed, you know? So, that nature died. Is why Genesis 3, you know, when God came down to talk with them, what happened? They went to hide. Suddenly, so they knew guilt. They knew unworthy. They knew what, what means to be unworthy, to be not so valuable, right? They knew what to have shame. So, they, they heard the voice of God, a holy, clean God. They felt so dirty and afraid they went to hide. They felt naked. So what died in them wasn't physical death at first. It was first a change of nature from the from nature of God, okay? The nature changed. Baptist says, All I've seen and for the nature of God's glory. So they fell short of the glory of God. So now when Christ was, when Christ was telling them that, okay, because you did this, you were betrayed from painful labor. You know, if you work hard, you have to walk and sweat to get, uh, to get food and all that kind of stuff, it wasn't written to them punishment. It was consequence. To them earlier. That when you do this, you will die. Not, I will kill you, you will die. So, in Genesis 3, it was written to, to them the consequence, not really the punishment. Now, God is a lawgiver giver and judge and also our loving father is what? lawgiver, is judge, and also our, lo- our, our loving Father, and God is love. So when God reads out a, a, a bad sentence, it's not as though he's exactly punishing people, right? But he's telling people, you know, <laughs> the best case scenario of a bad situation. Like, what you just done now, this is what will happen, I can't help it. And this is the result of what you have done, and it cannot be helped. It's not God saying, I will punish you, I will break you, I will kill you. He's saying, see, what you have done, this is the reward that nobody can help, it cannot be helped. So it's not God exactly inf- inflicting pain, okay? It's God written out a sentence, consequence of action. So you should not see this place as God, as God you know, making people suffer, but that this new, this new nature you have, this new nature, is a suffering nature. That's the point. All right? So, with with sin came sickness. For the the first time in in, in, in the Bible, we read about pain. Pain, labor, toil. So, pain came with the fall. All right? Amen. Are we together? So, the devil and the fallen world as it is is why there's pain and sickness. The devil, the world as it is, the fallen world system. Because, you know, when man fell, you know, as though the world fell with man. Something changed in, in the order of the world. Okay? So, man was meant to dominate the world. It now became a puzzle, a struggle. Glory to Jesus. Acts 10.38. Acts 10.38. One, two, goes on the screen. One, two, go. Our God, Lord Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Spirit and power, and they went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God. Look at that. Went about healing all who were under the power of the devil. So, the devil and the following world system, okay, is the cause of sickness. Glory to Jesus. John ten ten, 10. The thief comes only to what? To steal and kill and destroy. But i have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So, God is a life giver. He is the healer, not the afflictor. Glory to Jesus. Is what? The healer, the life giver, not the one afflicting people with sicknesses. So, when, if you ever have anything, don't say, God made me sick. God doesn't make people sick. Okay? It's the devil and the fallen world system. Glory to God. Now, in our new bodies, you know, and in the, and, you know, in the new heaven, you know, when the come down from, 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 you know, when the new earth comes from heaven down, right? There'll be no more pain and no more sickness. First Corinthians 15. First Corinthians 15, from fifty to 54. Are we taking notes? It's like Bible school, a little bit, so yeah, take notes. All right? Are we together? Is it on the screen? Let's read together. I want to go. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. All right? Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in a twinkle of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will raise imperishable, and we will be changed, okay? For the, for the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality. 54. When the imperishable has been clothed with the imperishable, okay, and the mortal with the with mortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. So he's saying, you know, at the rapture, all right, you know, we would have imperishable bodies, sickness-free bodies. That when says say sleep, it means the dead in Christ. All right? So that I've gone in crisis, they'll be raised up with new bodies. So also, we also are alive. If Christ means us alive, okay? We also have, you know, new bodies, you know, and we'll live forever in that imperishable body. So at the beginning, no sickness. At the end, also, no sickness. Revelation 21. Revelation 21, 1 to 4. Revelation 21, 1 to 4. Let's go together. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city the New Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. The Bible has romance. Only romance. Amen. Verse 3. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. There will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. Verse four, And he will wipe away every tear from your eyes. There'll be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Glory to God. So at the beginning, no sickness. At the end also, no pain no sickness. what about in between glory to jesus when we have our hidden bodies it will done it done it completely but even in the mortal body even in our current state now god has made provisions for us to have health to be healed even now then to be complete right but even now you know we can we can borrow from the future into now because we have in us the spirit the life of god The spirit that will change this body to be a completely new body is already in you. It's the same agent that completely transforms your body to be the imperishable body. That same spirit lives in you now. That same life is in you now. So it means that we can borrow from the completion, from the future, into now. That even right now, you know, as God's children, we have a covenant of healing and health. The way this thing is that we have all things now, but it will be fully revealed at the end. Or well, we have it now. So, with knowledge and faith, we can live it now. But to will be fully revealed and unveiled at the end. Now is by faith, then it's complete. The, then your, your faith is your reality. As in then, your faith is like, it's just like you being normal. You, you get? Now we learn to walk by faith. Then faith is us. We are faith. <laughs> Amen. You get? Like I would say God is love. And we are lost, but, we, but we're learning to love. You get? But then we'll be like, God is love. We'll be love. We'll be faith. It will be complete and total. But while we are in this body, we need to learn how to live that life now. All right. So when you see even from, from Exodus to the to the OT church, Old Testament church, the, the Is that where, where the church of God then? What is this church, Ecclesia, called that once. Okay. So they're God's in quotes, church then. And we'll see the alien covenant that God had with them then. Exodus 15 26. Exodus 15, 26. Exodus 15, 26. Let's go together. want to go. He said. If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the things that I brought on the Egyptians from the Lord who heals you. Now, he says, if you carefully obey, this is the one okay? If you carefully obey God, okay, and do all that pleases him, he says, you know, he would not. Now, we talked before. In January or February, we talked about, about the permissive principle. The permissive principle that we said, God is said to do what he only permits or, or, or could not stop. Can we remember that? Ah, follow me. Can you remember? So when he says here that I will not bring on you, he's not saying that God is the one that brings it. It's the, the, real, the real today's English means, I would not allow on you any of that diseases. Do You understand? So he's saying that if they carefully obey him, right, it will not allow on them any disease. That they're for the Egyptians. Look at that. It says, "For I am the Lord that heals you. I am the Lord your doctor, and this doctor has preventive and curative medicine." Do you get that? Yes, it says it won't come at all. So it means that there's provision for prevention, and also we we'll see later on for also is it correction? That was the English. Yes, you get it. Okay, sorry. Exodus twenty-three, twenty-five. Exodus twenty-three, twenty-five. Worship the Lord your God, and His blessing will be on your food and water, and I will take sickness from among you. Look at that. I will take it from among you. So he's saying that not just one person now, that as an entire church, this church of Israel, that if they obey God, none will be sick. Isn't that, isn't that glorious? That in their own nation they will have a sick-free nation. Wow a sickness-free nation if they obey the Lord their God. We'll come back to this, okay, but just picture it for a church that we can have a sickness-free church. This should be our dream that as TGC, we are believing for healing for everybody, for every issue. In this church, we know they fall sick. That others may, we may not. We should have faith for big things from God. Okay? If it's if it's small things, it's not it's not it's not deep. Real faith is in daring the big things, having big dreams from God. All right? Exodus 13, 12 12:13. 13. Let's go. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you no destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. Look at this. That the old nation of Egypt can, can be sick. But because you are my own, okay, I'll put the blood, sign of the covenant over you and none of you will, will forsake with them. So that even if it's a, a, a national plague, the plague can avoid your house. If it could happen for the OT church in, a, in, a, in, a, in an inferior covenant, how much more we in a much more superior covenant. We can also say, for my family, you others may we may not we should be we we should have such dreams from god expect those things believe for it dare for it don't say it's not to be sick i i know that in this body it's normal you know some extent but you have in you the holy ghost the life giver so we should stop the stop stop thinking at the level of regular people regular men amen glory to jesus all right mark 21 8 to 9 Number 21, 8 to 9. Let's go. The Lord said to Moses, make a snake and put it up on a pole. Anyone who is beaten can look at it and leave. Now, this, this is corrective. So, the saint, you know, the saint against God, snakes attack them, okay? Uh, okay? And I told them, okay, that make a snake. Make a, a, a snake and put it on a pole. See technology. Anyone who looks at that pole, even though beaten, will look at it and leave. Christ was also hung on a pole that whoever also believes in Him will live and not perish. That whoever also believes in Him can look... Now, our own look is not looking at the cross. It's not looking at this. It's looking into a perfect, perfect world of liberty. Seeing all that He has made us to be. That we can see those things. And the more we see those things, the more we become them. And I can see healing in Scripture. And begin to more and more live in healing, so that whoever looks at him will live. You know why? When we see him, we see us. So the more I see him, the more his life and nature reflects on me. So what's my job? To behold him. Jala Okay. <laughs> to behold him. Glory to God. All right. Psalm 91, 3 to 6. This one, we all know this one because of our parents, Okay? Psalm 91, <laughs> verse 3 to 6. This last year, people crammed this in 2020. They crammed it. Amen. Who wants to laugh? They <laughs> Let's go. Surely it will save you from the fallout snare and from the deadly pestilence. Look at that. It will save you from the deadly pestilence. Verse 4. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. All right? Let's go. Verse 4. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flags by the day. All right? Verse 6. Not the pestilence that stalks in, in darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. So, you know, a out of protection, that God is committed to keep you safe, that you will not live in fear of these things. That when a plague travels, travels around the entire world, that you're not living in fear of them. And what do you do? You'll behold them. So, in the midst of the plague, what do you do? You keep that scripture open before your eyes. And read it into your, into your subconscious. Such that, even if in your sleep, sickness comes, you know, your body will repel it. You know, the Bible, Bible calls faith a shield. The shield does. Not the shield does. A shield, you know, reflects, um, deflects attack. I will know faith is based on God's word. So, when I feed my faith on God's word, it becomes for me a shield of defense. So, even, even when I'm not aware, my faith blocks things from me. So, you can enter into, you know, a plague area without even knowing, but your shield of faith repels attacks from you. A shield of faith. Faith based on God's word. Be as in a glass the glory of God, and being what transformed into that same image from glory to glory. Alright? that 3, 4 to 5. That 3, 4 to 5. Are we learning? Is it good? Alright, let's go together. Surely, it took up our pain and bore our suffering. You have to consider him punished by God, shaken by him, and afflicted. That's five. But it was pierced for our transgressions. It was crushed for our iniquities punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. Look at that. Talking about Christ. Okay? Is that what he said about the Christ and what he would go through and what it, what, what it would mean for us? He says, you know, as he was beaten and struck, people thought, you know, he's a bad person. You know, God is punishing him. They should beat him very well and that kind of stuff. But it was your pain it was, it was taken. It was your sin he was not afflicted for. So, the pain he endured, the, the, the affliction, the shame was yours. That's why he says, so by his wounds... We are healed. We are healed by his wounds. As I spoke of what will happen in our day, today, in the future, he spoke, spoke about from them, okay, what will happen in our day. That by his stripes, by his wounds, we are healed. So in him, we have a covenant of healing. You know that he said earlier, in, the, in, that, in that number's place, that anyone bitten by the snake, what will happen? They'll look at the snake on the pole and leave. Okay, they'll be healed and live. So also was he put on that cross to show also that in him is also healing and health. That by his sufferings, by his wounds, you are healed. So you have a right of healing in Christ on the cross. Because on the cross, he paid the price for sin. Don't forget that sickness came with sin. So once he paid that price for sin, also he also paid the price for sicknesses. The same price that cured sin Cured, also cured sicknesses the same price. Amen. So when you got saved from sin, you also got legally saved from sickness. It was legally covered. Hallelujah. Matthew 8. We'll read 1 to 3. 1 to 4. Then from 14 to 17. Matthew 8, 1 to 4. Then from 14 to 17. I shouldn't have said that healing is God's will, all right? So you don't have to doubt and say, God, is it your way? It is God's will. Healing is God's will. Alright? Let's go. Verse 1. When Jesus came up from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. Verse 2. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately, he was cleansed of his leprosy. Verse 4. Jesus said to him, that you don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony. Look at that. So he came and said, Is it your will? It is your will. You will heal me. And Christ said, He didn't say, mm, Not my will today. Maybe come tomorrow. He didn't say, You are so bad. What did he say? It's my will. Be healed. Healing is God's will. All right? Verse 14. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. Fifteen. It touched her hand and the fever left her. <laughs> and she got up and began to... The fever left. Interesting. It left. It touched. And it left. The kingdom came. Sickness left. Glory to Jesus. Verse sixteen. When evening came, many were demon-possessed, were brought to him. And he drove out the spirit with the word and healed all the sick verse 17. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. Look at that. So, Matthew said this, that the healing he did here was to fulfill Isaiah's prophecy. Okay? So, what's happened there? Even though he had gone to the cross, he was giving them a taste, you know, was giving them like, um, he was giving them healing from the cross. Like borrowing from the future to give them. So their healing was on actually the healing that happened there was on the cross. So he gave them a, a pretaste what will happen at the cross. This was to fulfill Isaac's prophecy that he himself bore my infirmities. He took what is and he took it. It's not just he took like he yanked it off. He yanked it off our infirmities. Hallelujah. Okay, first Peter. 1 Peter 2 24. 1 Peter 1 Peter 2 24. Look at this. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. So one was, you know, we are healed as in futuristic, you know, a prophecy. But well, now, after the cross, Peter says, I'm by his wounds. Peter was quoting Isaiah, okay? But like, He quoted it as something that has already happened. He didn't say we will be healed. He said, by his wounds, we have been healed. So, on the cross, the job was completed, done, so that now, by his wounds, we have healing, So there's healing in your inheritance right now. By his wounds, you have been healed. So you can legally lay claim to healing. Because why? Healing is your right in Christ. It's in the gift box that Christ gave you. Healing is there, okay? Paid for, delivered. So you can lay claim to healing. No longer asking, God, is it your will? No, it is his will. Not just his will. It is now your right. He paid for it. Glory to God. He paid for it. By his wounds. You are healed. Hallelujah. So we see healing is God's will. You know, in Christ's earthly ministry, he went about healing everywhere. And we know that Christ is the image of God, it's his perfect reflection. As in, he's God. So whatever he does is the will of God. All, all, all he done did on the earth was the will of God. Why he says, I and the Father are one. Why he says, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. All right, why apostles say that, that, that the Son is God's you know, God's radiance is, 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 is that, is that representation? This is the idea that whatever Christ does is what God does. So, when Christ went about healing the sick, was showing us for all time that healing is God's will, amen. That healing is God's will. Christ so much cared about healing. I told these guys, Anywhere you go, preach. You no, know, sometimes we won't say heal, then preach. If they are sick, then teach them. Because healing is God's will. God is so heavily you know, um, invested in healing. God wants us to be healed so badly that Christ will go and say, before you teach them we'll first heal them. That's how much God cares about healing. And God does not change. His will then is His will today. God's, God's will is for you to be healthy at all times, to live in health. So whenever you feel sick in your body, don't say it's God. It's not God. James said, if you, are, if, you are, if you are tested, don't say God is testing you. God is not tested with affliction. It's not God. It's not God. It's not God. Don't blame God too. Because if God could do it, we'll just do palm and be healed right now. You know, God wants what, what to, be, to be good and be happy. The pain it is what is heartbreaking to God. The affliction, the wickedness. If he could, he would just do palm and it will, it will end. But <laughs> my sound complex, right? But the will of God is not absolute. You can, can you say, this is, this is my will now. Every church be good. He cannot. If he could, he would do it. God's sovereignty is, is overrated, sincerely. People overrate what God can do in the earth. It's why we we'll pray. We we'll pray to give him permission to get stuff done. Can not you say, hm, I wake up now. Laotan, bilonia. Or, you of Nigeria. Good, good roads everywhere. So, the sickness, the COVID-19, the 20, you know, it's not God's will. Glory to Jesus. Alright? So much cares for healing. He told his 12, his 70, and even us, Mark 16, that we should preach the gospel and heal the sick. That is how much God cares about healing. Alright? So, you cannot... Put the blame on God when people are sick. I won't also say blame people because we live in a fallen system. We live in a decayed world. Alright? So, don't put the, prob- the blame on God. It's the devil and the fallen world system. Glory to Jesus. So, he himself bore infirmities. He need only, he need only take them he also now made us healers. That we are the healed, we are also healers. Why right? he is Matthew 1520, 15 to 18? That should go about preaching and getting people healed. He says, you will lay your hands on the sick and the sick will recover. That is God's will. That the believer in Christ, like Jesus, will go about getting people healed. Someone we'll now say, but I tried it. It works. Sometimes it doesn't work every time. I understand. We are all learning how it works. Christ had perfect knowledge. You get it. He had perfect knowledge. So it could, could work for me every time. We are all learning how it works. And we are learning by practice sometimes. Alright? We are learning. We are learning, okay? So don't, 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 feel, don't feel bad that someone that you give up when it does not work. When it happens to us, you pray that it works more, it does not work. Maybe God does not heal. Don't give up. Don't give in. That's the devil trying to get you. Once I make you give up, you are done. No, he does. When you see your faith is shaking, you now stand even stronger. To kill that small faith, you have to kill that belief. You want to kill it. So, what you do, you stand strong. Don't give up. Resist. Resist. And if you prevent yourself lose that particular battle, you didn't, you didn't lose the war. Amen. You didn't lose the war. You are still going to heaven. Eh? If a believer dies, God forbid, his person is going to heaven. So, yes, we want to win every battle, right? But don't let the battles you lose to kill your faith. Some people leave Christ, they leave, they leave church over a lost battle. They now lose the war. When you now leave Christ over something so, so that did not get well, you know that no impact. A believer is sick, God forbid, and dies. Someone is now angry that the believer died and now say I'm no a Christian. That one died went to heaven. You now left and went to hell. So we have to deliberately. Devil is a bastard. He, 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 he plays a tight game. So, you have to resist. Stand strong. Don't let him get your faith. Okay? So, even one year, when you pray and it doesn't, get, it doesn't work, go again. Try again. Keep trying. Build, build momentum. Christ gives an example when he prayed for, pray for that blind man and he prayed for him that first and he could see partially, not completely. Wow. Christ prayed for somebody. He did, not, he did not get it once. Wow. No, i not like, wow. He was showing us that sometimes you have to go again. There are times you have to go again that you go again, that you go again. You keep going, you keep going. See, faith is in being rugged and tough. Your real faith, when you try and ignore what can you say, but I know it's gospel, you say, that is faith. That is faith. When you try to ignore me, but me say, it's gospel, I'll go again. That is faith. If your faith will shaken by an occurrence, your faith will never strong. Something can literally blow your faith. Your faith was never strong. Real faith will stand even when things don't look like it yet. I am the youth of God. 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 It doesn't matter how long, I am the youth of God. <laughs> so I, I like to talk about, about Bill Johnson and his son. This son that has seen the deaf, deaf ears open. He has prayed for people and their ears open. But if is believing God for his own years to to, to, to to hear well, he can barely hear. And he'll tell himself every day, I may dig de- de- closer to my healing. I may dig de- closer to my healing. Every day, I may dig de- closer to my healing. Strong faith. I'm not going to give up. I will be on this matter. I will be on this case. I will not back down. Strong faith. Strong faith. Why is why, why he not healed yet? We don't know, but strong faith. I will not give up. I will keep going. I will keep going. I will not back down. Strong faith. Strong faith. So you must let this knowing that healing is God's will to saturate your entire system. Alright? Healing is God's will. Healing is God's will. God's joy is in having your prayers answered. That's His joy. Glory to Jesus. James 5, 14 to 16. James 5, Verse 16. Let's go together. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray for them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 16. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. And if they have sinned, they'll be forgiven. Verse 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. All right? Let's, let's note first, okay, that we should always note this that sickness can open the door to affliction. All right? That we don't ever play with sin. Okay? That aside. It says, Is any among you sick? Let's get them well. That, that's what it's saying. Is any among you sick? Let's get them well. By the prayer of faith. Now, not the oil. It's not, it's not, the oil doesn't do the job. It's not the oil that does the job. It's the prayer of faith that does the job. So, with or without oil, the prayer of faith works. Now, some people need the oil for their faith. It's fine. Okay? It's fine. Some people need water for it. It's fine. Don't want, you want to pray on water for them? It's not a problem. I can pray on water for you. That, that, that's your faith. It's not a problem. It's where you are. I'll deal with you where you are. But you don't need the symbols for the healing. What you need is a prayer of faith. So, I can pray with or without the oil, with or without water. Amen. Amen. The prayer of faith is what gets the job done. Some, some people want man to, to take take and put on their bed. It's fine. I, I can do Anyone you want, I can do it for you. To, it works. Amen. Amen. All right. But the prayer of faith gets the job done. So, the idea is that if anyone sick amongst you, let us get them well. This was the belief of the early church. Anybody sick, let us get them well. That we don't, we, don't, we don't, you know, just leave ourselves sick. That we keep going, believing for healing. That God's will is for a healthy church. God's will is for a healthy church. You know, the Bible says, husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Look at that. And lay down his life for the church. It says that no, no man, that nobody ever, you know, Mishes his own body, but nourishes and cares for his body. That so does Christ do for the church. I don't know why you're laughing about that. You like it? Okay. Sorry. Okay, so this is the point. That in the same way, Christ desires to nourish us, his body, his church, to care for us. So his will is that we, his church, we are in a good state. We are healthy. We are doing fine. Hallelujah. He has not changed. He has not changed. Faith says, be it unto me as you have said. Romans 8, 20, 25. Romans 8, 22 to 25. Let's go together. We know that the old creation has been groaning in, as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Look at that. Creation itself, the, the entire world system is groaning. It's groaning. It's groaning. All right? Let's go. 23. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruit of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption to sonship instead of our bodies. 24. For in this hope we are saved. But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes what they have already seen? 25. But if we hope what we have yet, okay, we wait for it patiently. That is the idea. He says, while in this body, we also groan. We also groan because we're in a falling system, falling world, with the active devil. So, he will keep trying to put things on us. That's the idea. The world will keep trying. The devil will keep trying. This is his job. His job is to keep trying to afflict you. So, while in this body, we groan. So, 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 so this is my point. Don't be shocked or be angry with God when the devil tries to put something on you. While in this body we groan. So in this body, there's contention. God's will is contended in this body. It's contended. devil contends with it in this body. So we groan. We groan. So God himself is pained by what we have to go through it's What is what it is. In this world we groan. When those things come, no, devil is trying to afflict you. You stand strong in faith. Don't blame God. You stand strong. If God could, just poof, and you'd be healed right now. But it doesn't work. That, it doesn't work like that. In the end of the day, our faith work with God. Is that good? All right. First Peter five eight to nine. First Peter five eight to nine. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion. Look at this, looking for someone to devour. This is his JD. Going everywhere, looking for who to destroy. Verse nine. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world are going the same kind of suffering. So, while in this body, there's contention. Right, but him resist. Resist there means resist, resist means that you know there's a contention. It's like you are resisting. There's a contention. Standing firm in the faith. Because there, there are times when it looks as though you prayed once it did not work, they have to resist. Nigba say, that's the idea. I will not agree, say. So resist, standing firm in the faith. Standing firm in the faith. You are standing because there's a contention. Why are you standing firm? You are standing, I will not agree. Because there's a contention, so be prepared for contention. Amen. Amen. All right. So in this body, you resist, you insist on the things yours in Christ. Second Corinthians five, verse four. There are times when the sickness, you know, normally every time, every time you should go once, but times when it's, it's proving stubborn, you to be stubborn. I will not agree with you. You know my point here? Don't give up. Don't give in. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Don't blame God. That, that does not help your case. Don't fight Him. It does not help you. Stand strong in faith. Feed on God's word. Dwell on God's word. Let God's word you know, change from inside out. All right? Let's go. For while we are in this tent, this body, we groan and are burdened because we do not, not, not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead of our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He says, while we are in this body, we groan. Not, not, not so that we can be unclothed, not, not so that we can die. Unclothed means to die, but that we can be further clothed with life. He's saying, in this body, we groan, we pray, we press, so that the life of God in us clothes us even now. Did you get that? Did you get it? Let's go again. He says, while in this body we groan, not, not to be unclothed. To be unclothed means to die. We're not, we're not groaning to die and leave this world. We are rather groaning that the life of God will swallow up our mortal bodies, that we can begin to, you know, experience that full life even from here, that we can borrow from the future and begin to live it today. So we groan, we contend, we pray, we press, that the life of God in us works on our body, gets us healed, gets us strong. Romans eight eleven. Romans eight eleven. Romans eight eleven. Romans eight eleven. Want to go, and if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, it will raise Christ up. We give, you know, life to your mortal bodies because of a spirit who lives in you. So that same life, that same spirit of God in you gives life to your mortal bodies, quickens your body, heals your body, strengthens your body. What is your job? Stay up the spirit. stay it up. stay up the life of God in you. You know when we lay hands, what, happens to, what happens when we lay hands? The life of God flows through my hands to get the job done. So, that life, listen on yourself. Pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm strong. I'm healthy. I'm healed. Amen. No sickness here. You have a pain on your body. Talk to that pain. Pain be gone. Pain be gone. You have, you have fever. Fever be gone. And you keep, you keep at it. You don't give up. I'm the healed of God. I stand strong in faith. I stand strong in faith. I stand strong in faith. Hallelujah. The life of God in us. The spirit of God in us gives life to our mortal bodies. So this morning we will drink of that spirit and believe for healing. Alright? Believe for healing. And also believe, you know, not not just for healing, but for a quickening in us of the healing anointing, of the healing grace. Now begin to get more and more results in that place of healing. Can we rise? Can we rise this morning? KDA Gash to go let prayer like a dose is God's will for you. Healing is God's will for you. Healing is God's will for you. Let's take a go Let's break a dish to go to a let pray the Ghost
0: les causes ont à